Yeah, 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 we know medical care requires informed consent, but laws require informed consent, politics, entrepreneurship, how you engage in your diet, health, exercise, even relationships. These all require a place of being informed, and I am so sick of being called a conspiracy theorist for using my brain and being informed. So that's how this podcast came to life. This is Informed Consent. I'm your host, Brooke Bocci. Let's start talking. Okay, so parasites. Parasites, parasites, parasites. Let's talk about parasites. I find it very interesting, the differences between conventional medicine, your typical modern day medicine, and your more homeopathic, holistic, functional medicine practitioners and their viewpoints on parasites. If you look at the standard conventional medicine model, parasites is all but ignored. In fact, many tests that conventional medicine does specifically for parasites will come up negative. Their standard O&P stool sample tests for parasites almost always come back negative when in all reality, that is not the only test for parasites. And then you talk or work with a functional medicine doctor, and most of them will tell you that 90%, if not more, of their patients have a parasite problem. And it just makes you wonder, why is that? Why can two completely different medical models have such different approaches on parasites? Especially when parasites is not a secret around the world. You look around the world and parasites is a very, very common topic. And not only that, but other countries take so many more steps to help prevent or detox from parasites. And yet the CDC thinks that Americans drink completely clean water, which is not true, or eat very clean food, which is also not true, have cleaner animals, again, not true, and even cleaner dirt, not true. And yet somehow, some way, we don't need to address the parasite issues while the rest of the world does. And we don't have a parasite problem in ourselves. And yet we are one of the most sickest countries when you look at numbers of the progression of the health of our children and adults. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but I definitely like to connect the dots. And I like to see issues here. And when you really look into the science and the research behind parasites, from a more functional medicine, clinical viewpoint, because many conventional models, many Western medicine research studies will argue differently. But when you really look at the connections between parasites and so many common problems and diseases that we have in the American people, you can't help but just go, hmm, So in today's episode, I want to address parasites. I want to talk about parasites. I want to break down parasites. I want to talk about what they are, how we get them, side effects, how we could know if we have parasites, how we can detox from them, how we can prevent them, literally all the things on parasites. And as I always do, I will urge you to to ask your own questions, to do your own research 
to look internally, to really actually think about it. Because when you talk and hear from so many holistic doctors who want to heal the person from the inside out, rather than mask any of their issues with a drug or a medication, and you look at that model and you see people's lives being changed from addressing a parasite issue, it just makes you wonder and it makes you want to learn more. Newsflash, there is no money in healing the patient. There is money in putting a Band-Aid on problems. And parasites and addressing the parasite issue solves so many problems and so many symptoms that therefore there are drugs and medications for. So I want you to really think about that when we talk about parasites in today's episode. Before we dive into all the things parasites, I do want to give credit where credit is due. Dr. Charlie Fagenholds, he's known as Dr. Charlie 2.0 on Instagram. As always, I will link his information here. He has taught me so much about parasites. And this has been a subject I've been wanting to talk about on the show. And Dr. Charlie truly has... I have pages and pages and pages and pages of notes from different lessons and podcasts and videos and just posts that he's done on this subject. So I want to share that a lot of my information comes from him. So giving him that credit is very important to me. If you're like me and you do multiple different things, like different jobs, different hobbies, as well as trying to tend to your house, maybe even have kids, and you just truly find that you're not always 100% focused and not always getting everything done as quickly and efficiently as you need. And I truly have found the perfect solution. I've never really been one to drink coffee and to need caffeine, but I do find that sometimes my mind just wanders and trying to keep track of a bazillion things to do on my to-do list sometimes has been a struggle for me. I started using a little tiny elixir drink called Magic Mind, and it honestly became truly one of my best friends. It has helped me so much just in the last week that I have been consistently taking it, just getting things done. I truly feel like my focus has been insane on top of my energy. I haven't felt I've needed that cup of coffee or I haven't felt that like afternoon slump that I sometimes will feel after a busy morning. I have found that it's made me more productive and more focused. I truly get so much done in a less period of time because I'm that much more focused. And I tend to like to do little blitzes of work rather than consistent work. And I found these blitzes have been that much more productive. It honestly helps my recollection a lot too. Like I feel like I can remember things that much more. If you know me, you know how important ingredients are to me. And so when I came across this company and this specific drink and and learning about what it can do for you, the first thing I always think about is, okay, well, let's talk ingredients. And everything in this little tiny elixir, it's like my little morning green shot. And everything is not only very clean, but the ingredients are truly mind-blowing, like super beneficial ingredients that you don't find in many energy slash productivity shots on the market today. 
Ingredients like matcha, which helps to support energy, manage stress and anxiety, and it contains 130 times the antioxidants of regular green tea. Lion's mane mushroom is something that is so beneficial for us. It helps to balance mood and improve cognition. Turmeric, which helps to support blood flow to the brain and body, as well as helps inflammation in the body. Ashwagandha, which supports the reduction of stress and really is a great herb for anxiety and depression as well as a vitamin B complex, which helps to manage fatigue, support energy, and boost endurance. And these are just a small surface of the 13 active ingredients in this shot. It's a super small green shot that I just take in the morning with my breakfast. I won't say it tastes like super incredible, just like you would drink juice, but it doesn't taste awful like so many other green shots on the market. As you know, I never recommend anything that I don't love myself or truly back their ingredients and their company. And so I'm truly so excited to just share Magic Mike with all of you guys because it's helped me and my husband so much and I want to share it with you guys. So the Magic Mind team created a super offer for me to share with you guys that I am so excited for. You can get up to 50% off your subscription or 20% off of a one-time purchase with code INFORMED20. That's in all capitals, INFORMED20. Or you can just simply go to magicmind.co slash informed20. I will put all of this in the show notes for you guys, but I am just so beyond excited for what this is doing for me mentally, emotionally, and physically. And I just want to share. I highly recommend trying them out. If you are finding yourself not having that productivity, not having the energy and the stamina to get through your day, and you are wanting something that is clean and has really top-notch ingredients, So again, that's magicmind.co slash informed20 to save on your Magic Mind shots. So parasites, it's truly something really gross to think about that all humans have parasites, but I think it's first important that we that we remove the fear that we have of parasites and really just open our ears to the knowledge and understanding of parasites because you truly can't be scared of them. They are, they are in our day-to-day lives. They are most likely in your body right now, but if you can really understand them and understand the symptoms of them, you can take the power over them. So what exactly is a parasite? So the simple definition of a parasite is something that feeds off of a host. Parasites do so much to the human body. One of the most common things that we think of when we think of parasites is GI tract issues. And yes, dysbiosis is when your gut flora is off and parasites can cause major dysbiosis, but parasites can do so much more. Parasites have the ability to harbor all other toxins. They also imbalance your immune system. I want to go a little bit more into the immune system when we talk about parasites, because our immune system essentially has two main pathways. That's Th1 and Th2. Th1 fights off bacteria, viruses, and funguses, and Th2 fights off parasites. So I first want you guys to think about that for a second. God designed our bodies, our immune system, with a system pathway to fight off parasites. So the logic behind the fact that parasites don't exist in America or parasites are so rare in America 
is a little interesting when God doesn't make mistakes. Okay, let's think about that for a second. Our body has a system pathway in our immune system specifically for parasites. Okay, so continuing on again, Th1 immune system pathway fights off bacteria, viruses, and funguses, and Th2 fights off parasites. Okay, so if you have parasites in your body or a large amount of parasites in your body, your body tends to favor Th2. And because of that, and because of how the body works in and how the body likes to work in balance, if the Th1 is being heavily dominated because it's trying to fight off parasites, if your Th2 is being dominated because of the parasites, naturally your Th1 is going to be low. You want a balance between the two. Your body wants a balance. And if you are pushing and fighting more towards the Th2 to fight off parasites, Th1 gets lower. And with that, our, and with Th1 being lower, that means your body has less ability to fight off bacteria, viruses, and funguses. A huge symptom or side effect of parasites is a weakened immune system. Parasites are very, very tricky and very, very smart. And when you get a major amount of parasites in your body, they accumulate. And one of the reasons why they accumulate is because parasites use heavy metals to build what's called biofilms. And biofilms are like a protection. And basically what parasites do is they hide behind them For protection, they hide behind the biofilms for protection from your body to be able to fight them off. One of the most common symptoms of parasites is constipation. Now, while yes, there is diarrhea, and and we're going to talk about that, but constipation, if you've ever heard someone talk about pooping and how pooping is important for detoxing, it's important for hormones, it's important for so many things. If you are not passing bowel movements at least daily, you are harboring toxins. You are holding toxins in your body, whether that be from our day-to-day toxins that's in our chemicals, that's in our water supply, in our foods, in our makeups, et cetera. You're also harboring toxins from parasites. And why do parasites want to stay in your body? Well, obviously a parasite is feeding off your host. Your paras- The parasites are feeding off of you and they don't want to be rid of. So they create a t- chemical that will constipate you. And essentially that's because you then cannot eliminate them so they can continue to reproduce. Yeah, really kind of gross to think about, but it's the truth. Going a little bit deeper into parasites and gut, because the most common thing that's talked about when we talk about parasites is the gut. And that's what a lot of your conventional medicine doctors are going to look at is your gut health. We typically tend to see diarrhea, oh, you know, constant bowel movements as a parasite infection. While that is possible, as we just shared about constipation is a huge parasite symptom. And there's so many other triggers but we're going to talk about, but, but let's go into those GI symptoms a little bit more. Parasites will clog what's known as the IL valve, the, the IL valve, that's the ileocycle valve. 
And that's right next to your appendix. It's just above like the bottom right quadrant of your body. And that is what connects your large and your small intestines. Parasites can cause that valve to dysfunction. If it's too closed, it's going to constipate you. And if it's too open, you're going to have things like diarrhea. And as we're going to talk about in this show, There's actually specific parasites that will cause constipation and specific parasites that will cause diarrhea. You're going to find that your larger parasites like worms are what will cause constipation, whereas your like smaller parasites like prosaics, those are going to cause things like diarrhea. On top of your standard GI tract symptoms like constipation or diarrhea, what people fail to think about is parasites are linked to so many other health issues, things like teeth grinding, insomnia, anxiety, and depression, fertility issues, seizures, skin conditions, allergies, fatigue, chronic pain, anemia, itchy butt, ADHD, ADD, bedwetting, night tears. These are just a few of the symptoms that parasites cause that are studied clinically. So if you're listening to this and and you find any of the above that I shared about to be affecting you or a family member, I highly, highly encourage you to think about parasites. If you're just having overwhelming anxiety and depression or cannot sleep, or you're finding these serious skin issues, even teeth grinding, seizures, any of these, it's very possible that it's a parasite. And sadly, what happens in the medical model is you might see something like anxiety and depression, and they might instantly write you a prescription for an SSRI. And while that might ha- that may help you in the moment, if the root cause of that anxiety and depression is a parasite and you aren't doing anything at all to address it, that parasite is going to continue to reproduce in your body and only wreak more havoc. This is why there's such faults in the medical model. This is why there's such faults in the standard medical model today. It's so much about treating the symptom versus treating the person. And if you talk to different functional medicine doctors, chiropractors, more holistic doctors, They will tell you that so many of their patients' issues, some will even claim 90 to 100% of their patients' issues are resolved from treating a parasite. The CDC states that there are 3.5 billion parasitic infections every single year in the world. Like I shared, so many other countries are aware of parasites and, and actually do things to prevent them. I find it so interesting when we think about other countries and their awareness of parasites because maybe their water isn't as clean or they're not as quote unquote advanced as America. And yet you look at the importance that they put on different herbs in their foods or herbs in their homes to actually help with parasites. You look at sushi, there's a reason why there's ginger and wasabi that you're supposed to consume before sushi. Ginger and wasabi is incredible for your digestive system and really helps with parasites and preventing against parasites. 
You go into homes that have, you know, so much oregano and 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 different herbs. And we look at the American diet and we don't nearly use as many herbs as other countries. And it just makes you wonder, all these other countries are taking such precautions against parasites and the United States is just so naive and in, in, in believing that there's still a thing in our country. I want to talk about where parasites come from, where they have been studied to come from to help you understand how common they can be. Number one, the first place anybody is ever exposed is actually in utero. Parasites are passed down from mom to baby when they are just a little fetus. When they are born, they are born with parasites. That is the number one most common place that parasites, they actually come from in utero. And it's the first exposure to parasites that children have. And it's actually very, very common when we look at babies and young children, the parasitic infections and the parasitic symptoms that they show. It's because they are exposed in utero. Number two, different foods. Yes, we know the sushis of the world, right? Sushi is, unfortunately, because I love my sushi. Sushi is a very, very common place to get parasites. They also come from different meats. Pork especially has one of the most parasites of any food or of any meat source that you will eat. What's wild too is the butcher's knife actually contains more parasites than you could ever imagine compared to the meat. So a lot of time the butcher's knife is what's transferring those parasites. Now, let's not discredit anyone who maybe stays away from meat and fish because newsflash, parasites are in our fruits and vegetables as well. Making sure that we are getting good quality foods, clean foods is so important. Number three, pets. Your pets carry parasites. Cats have some of the most parasites and transfer the most parasites, but dogs as well. And I am guilty of this one too. Dogs, especially when they sleep in your bed, They are that much closer to you to transfer parasites over. So be aware of that. Amphibians are not out of questions either. Lizards, any sort of reptiles, they also carry parasites as well. Traveling abroad, this is a very common one, right? We go to a different country and they call it Montezuma's Revenge, right? A different, uh, that's a parasite, that you get from the water, but traveling abroad, even just outside of water, you're exposed to different soils. You're exposed to different temperatures. You're exposed to different fruits, vegetables. These are all parasites that could be transferred when you travel abroad. Another common place to get parasites is swimming pools, public swimming pools. The CDC claims that one in every 12 swimming pools have parasites. Really gross, huh? And then the last major way to get parasites is your spouse. Dr. Charlie said, and I think it's so funny, is 
spouses that parasite cleanse together, stay together because you yourself could be doing all the parasite cleanses in the world. But if your spouse is not doing it, they are transferring those parasites right over to you, whether that be through bodily fluids, saliva, just cuddling at nighttime, kissing, touching each other. You would be surprised at the ways that parasites can transfer from one human to the next. Okay, so let's talk types of parasites. There's about six different main types of parasites. You've got your tapeworms. Tapeworms lay the most eggs in the body. Some lay 2,000 eggs in a day. Really gross. Number two, we've got trematodes. These are known as flukes. The most common flukes is the schistochomia. This is a common blood fluke. Number three, you've got roundworms. These are known as nematodes. They harbor all of the toxins. Some common roundworms are pinworms and hookworms. Number four, you've got the protozoas. These are your smaller types of parasites. You've got your guardia, which is the most common, as as well as blastoises. Number five is sporozora. This is your malaria. Malaria is actually the most common death parasite that has killed the most people, malaria. And then you have number six, your rope worms. And and again, the larger type parasites like your tapeworms, those are your most common parasites that are going to cause constipation, whereas your smaller ones, such as your protozoas, those are going to be linked with more diarrhea. So who's at risk for parasites? The most prone people to parasites is those with low stomach acid. Specifically, if you look at it from a genetic standpoint, type A blood types and type ABs, they tend to lose their stomach acid over time. And because of that, they are more prone to parasites because the number one protective for parasites is stomach acid. Now, you can also look at people outside of the genetic standpoint of type A blood types is stress. Stress lowers stomach acid. And we as human beings are constantly living in fight or flight mode. We are constantly being stressed out, even if we don't feel stressed. And because of that, our stomach acid is reduced. So one may argue that everyone is at risk for parasites because we do not have near the stomach acid that God created us to have from the very start of life. So what are some ways you can test for parasites? Your standard conventional medicine will do a stool sample test. They're going to test for O and P. It's actually missed a ton And that's because of missed eggs and different times of the day and different ways that you are catching this sample. If you are using a stool sample, it is highly recommended to make sure it's a three-day catch. So you are catching a very diverse portfolio of your stool versus one day. Another type of test is a blood test. Many urge that this is better than a stool sample test because you are getting a little bit more information and you don't miss as much. There's also hair sample tests, and then there's frequency medicine tests to test for parasites. Like I had said, conventional medicine doctors typically will not go the parasite route. If you are someone who is feeling like you want to be tested for parasites or look into parasites, 
I challenge you to find a functional medicine doctor or more a homeopathic holistic type doctor who is very aware of parasites and the different tests that are available to you. They will be much more open to giving you that test than your standard Western medicine doctors because, again, a lot of them don't really believe in the fact that parasites could be causing so many health concerns. I want to just draw you back to the statement of follow the money. So let's talk symptoms. One of the most common symptoms of parasite infections is anemia. Parasites specifically contribute to fatigue by feeding on iron. They steal your iron stores, which causes clinical or subclinical anemia, which equals to low oxygenation of your tissues, and this manifests fatigue. Parasites also contain many serotonin receptors. And that basically means that they also steal your serotonin, which is the hormone that when it's low relates to anxiety, depression, and insomnia. This is why many people with parasites have depression, anxiety, and insomnia. It's because of the serotonin receptors that are on parasites that are drawing the serotonin and stealing them from your body. Again, parasites feed on the host. Parasites feed on serotonin and they steal that from you. Have you ever heard of the saying that people go crazy on a full moon? Do you want to know why that is? Full moon makes parasites become extremely active. Full moon decreases melatonin, which therefore increases serotonin. And because of that, serotonin levels are increased, which makes parasites very, very excited. So they're that much more active, which is why so many symptoms of parasites outside of just anxiety, depression, and insomnia come to light during a full moon. As we talked about, another symptom is the weakened immune system, because again, parasites shifts the body into a TH2 pattern, which makes allergies of all kinds of things, including food and environmental allergies, as well as skin issues like eczema, hives, and rashes. This is all a result from a TH2 shift and a TH1 decrease. Your body has less ability to fight off bacterial bacterial infections, viruses, fungal infections, and any sort of issues that your body could be coming into play from. Another symptom of parasites is actually seizures, all types of seizures. One of the neurotoxins parasites emit along with Lyme bacteria is ammonia. Ammonia creates brain fog and chronic fatigue. Another thing that ammonia does is it depletes GABA. And GABA is a brain neurotransmitter that helps you sleep better. It gets you out of chronic thinking, like the idea of getting the thousands of thoughts that are going on in your mind, and it helps to give you concentration. So when GABA is low, you don't have the ability to calm the mind, to sleep better, to decrease that chronic thinking. So low GABA is more irritability, more restlessness, more weaker ability to sleep. And with that, low GABA is connected to epilepsy. Another thing that low GABA is connected to is clenching of the teeth. 
If you've ever heard that parasites and teeth grinding go hand in hand, it's true. Now, not all teeth grinding is a parasite infection, but it's very commonly related. That clenching of the teeth and teeth grinding is a direct correlation between low GABA from parasites. Another thing that's affected by parasites is your bladder flora. And because of that, things like bedwetting happens. So bedwetting is a symptom of parasites. Another condition, another symptom that's very heavily related with parasites is skin conditions like rosacea, eczema, hives. And a lot of that is because parasites eat good bacteria, which allows yeast and candida to thrive. Bacteria isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? That's why we take things like probiotics because we need good bacteria because the good bacteria fights off yeasts and candida. But if parasites are eating that good bacteria, we have problems. Another symptom is the inability to lose weight or gain weight. I know one can contradict each other, but you're not going to obviously find the same symptom with each person. But you might find the inability to lose weight because parasites are wanting to thrive off of your weight, to thrive off of your fat cells, to thrive off of that food. They could be constipating you. And because of that, you are holding in weight. Those larger, again, those larger parasites are linked to constipation. Or on the other side, you might have a hard time gaining weight. That's because the parasites are giving are expelling any nutrients that you are getting and therefore your body goes into starvation mode because again, the parasites are feeding off of you. Itchy butt, itchy nose, itchy genitals. This is another symptom of parasites because they tend to gravitate towards those areas. So if you are noticing yourself or a child or a spouse having itchy butt, itchy genitals, itchy nose, that could be a sign of parasites. The last main one I want to hit on of a sign or a symptom of parasites is headaches and migraines. Specifically roundworms, they drop your blood sugar, which heavily affects your liver and creates headaches and migraines your liver can get very affected from parasites. And this also could link to depression and anxiety because depression and anxiety is linked with improper blood sugar or regulation and having low blood sugar due to parasites. So if you are someone who suffers from headaches or migraines, it very likely could be a parasite issue. So let's talk about how to prevent parasites. So how can we stay away from them? And then we'll talk about how to detox from them. So how to prevent parasites. Making sure you are taking a good spore biotic as well as digestive enzymes, especially when you are traveling abroad and or eating things like sushi or pork or anything that has a large amount of parasites. If you slept with your bed one night or if you... If you slept with your dog one night, or if you were extra playing in the soil, that might be a good opportunity or time for you to increase your sporebiotics and or digestive enzymes. 
making sure you are always eating high quality food. When it comes to meat, grass-fed, pasture-raised, clean ingredient, clean meats. When we come to fruits and veggies, make sure you wash your produce. This is so important. If you come home and do not wash your produce, you are putting yourself at risk for parasites. Make sure you instantly clean it with a good fruit and veggie soak. That is the first thing I do when I get home from the grocery store is I fill my sink with water and fruit and veggie soak, and I throw all of my fresh produce in there for at least an hour. Another way to prevent parasites is to be proactive and detox regularly. There's a Chinese saying that says, don't wait until you're thirsty to dig a well. It's a lot easier to stay well than get well. And that is so true. When we think of parasites, don't ever wait until you're finding it to be a problem. You should actually be detoxing about every season change because with every temperature change, with every change in produce and foods and soil, there's different parasites that live in different seasons. Especially if you are someone who lives through four seasons, you should be doing at least a 30-day detox every single season change. And that detox doesn't necessarily have to mean a super harsh detox where you're on the toilet 24 seven, right? No, a just gentle detox with certain herbs as a really great way to detox, as well as staying away from certain foods that parasites thrive off of. Parasites love sugar. They actually love dairy. They love gluten. So making sure that you are either limiting or staying away from these As much as you can, especially during those detox times, if you are wanting to detox from parasites, make sure you are trying to stay away from these categories of food. Ways that you can specifically detox is herbs. I mean, good quality herbs over time helps to clear drainage pathways and herbs are very powerful. Some herbs that you can look for is black walnut sweet wormwood, or finding some good companies with great quality parasite cleanses. I love Organic Olivia's Parasite Cleanse. Young Living has a very great parasite cleanse. I also love Earthly Wellness's Parasite Cleanse. I actually use their gut health oil for a parasite cleanse, and that has been very successful for me. I have a code for Earthly you can use that's Brook10 at checkout to save you 10% if you are wanting to go that herbal route. I love all of their herbs as well as Supreme Nutrition. They have some wonderful herbs and specifically through Supreme Nutrition, the Artemisia, that's the sweet wormwood, the black walnut. You can also get Malia Supreme, Mimosa Supreme, or Van or Vandega Supreme. If you are breastfeeding or pregnant, make sure you are consulting with your doctor. But as we shared, that is one of the most common ways to pass parasites in utero. So it definitely could be beneficial for you to make sure that you are doing a gentle detox. Some recommendations if you are breastfeeding or pregnant from Supreme Nutrition is Vital Guard or Scutellaria Supreme. There's also some wonderful earthly recommendations as well. If you just chat with their customer service, they're really great with helping you and guiding you which are breastfeeding and pregnancy safe. 
But with all of this, it's not something to be afraid of. Parasites are around. They are in our lives. And rather than fearing them or thinking they're gross or thinking it's just so scary to talk about, if you can address the issue and if you can support your body, you will be amazed the difference that you will feel when you address the parasite issue. Parasites are a thing. They are not just in other countries. They are in America and they're going to be here whether you like it or not. So understanding, being aware and not being afraid to consider the fact that you could be having or someone in your family, your spouse, your child could be having a parasitic infection if they are having some really funky symptoms. Parasites are arguably by many people, the most common cause of health issues today. And so many of these health issues get untreated because we are putting a band-aid on these issues versus looking at the human as a whole and treating the human. The conversation of parasites goes against so much conventional medicine because we would never want to just heal the person. We want to just heal the symptoms. And that could be causing more damage than it could be doing good. So it's time to stop fearing parasites. It's time to start empowering yourself to know, to learn, to understand parasites because they are not going away. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Informed Consent. As always, I appreciate any and all feedback and reviews and ratings that you would be willing to give because that keeps me going on and on with this show. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you next week with another episode.